Welcome to the Educate Elevate podcast. I'm your host, Danny Morrison. Thanks for joining me today, and if you're new here, welcome. This show is all about empowering you to follow your dreams, to take that chance on yourself by believing that you were meant for more than the hurdles you may be facing. You were meant to do great things, and I'm here to help you do just that. See, for years I've made it my mission to uplift our community, to help you discover your true potential. And I believe it all starts with higher education. So let's dive right in. In today's episode, I want to talk about myths. When everybody says, that's just how the world works, you assume it's true and you live your life according to what you've been told. But sometimes the stories we tell ourselves aren't true at all. They can actually hold us back from realizing our dreams and they keep us stuck. Because of this, it's time we start telling ourselves a different story to break down those myths. So let's dive in. Myth number one, I don't belong in college. Let me tell you right now, this is a lie. It's simply untrue. But this myth has taken hold of far too many young men and women in the black community. It has delayed and derailed thousands of opportunities for our students over the years. The phrase, I don't belong in college or I'm not college material echoes throughout our community. And it starts at a young age. From the time we're little, we hear this over and over, especially when it comes to our young men, right? We hear it in elementary school when some teachers assume we won't be able to keep up with the rest of the kids in the classroom. We see it in middle school and high school when counselors discourage us from taking advanced classes or dual enrollment college courses because they think it will be too hard for us. Or, If we want to pursue extracurricular academic activities, we're told we should consider playing sports instead. We're simply not encouraged to pursue other challenging subjects or activities. We're taught that higher education isn't meant for our community, that we should consider other paths instead. By the time we're 16 or 17, this myth becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. We believe the lie that I'm not college material, and we give up. I want you to know that you are college material. Your dreams are worth chasing. You are worthy of higher education and doing incredible things. And I don't care how young or old you may be. If this lie is echoing inside of you today, it's time to start believing the truth that you can go to college. You belong there. And you're going to hear from some amazing students in just a bit whose stories will convince you of that. Now, the second myth we'll break open today is just as damaging. From many black families, there is a belief that going to community college isn't worth it, or even worse, community college isn't a real university. Your family may have told you, don't bother with community college because that's not real college. Or maybe they said you won't get the same kind of education there. But I have to tell you, that's just not true. Every year, thousands of students get their start at a community college. Many of them go on to transfer to one of those prestigious traditional four-year colleges by taking advantage of the guaranteed transfer programs offered at their local California community college. And by going to community college first, these students are getting a quality education while avoiding thousands of dollars in debt and loans. So if your dreams are taking you to CSU, UC, or an HBCU campus. That's wonderful. 
But starting that journey at your local community college can not only save you a ton of money on the way there, it may also give you guaranteed placement to the four-year university of your dreams. But that's not the only reason the myth that a community college isn't worth your time uh, bothers me so much. What about those of you who want to find a career that you love, that pays good money, but don't have the time to spend four or five more years in school? Well, right now, there are thousands of black students, younger and older, who are taking advantage of the career education pathways offered at their local community college. There are more than 200 career programs to choose from, and these students are getting a hands-on quality education and fast-tracking their way to good-paying jobs close to home. But you don't have to take my word for it. Today, we're going to talk with a few people who will tell you their own stories. They're here to talk about their experience in hearing these same myths and what they did to overcome those myths on their way to success. Let's get into it. Our first guest is Jesse Williams, recent graduate of UC Davis, proud California Community College graduate and a talented artist musician as well. He's a hyphenate. Welcome, Jesse. Great to have you here. Thank you for having me. Now, I know I just mentioned some of your recent graduation, but uh, I know it wasn't an easy road to get to where you are today. Tell us about your story and some of the unique things you have faced while you were growing up. All right. Well, first things first, uh, I was born and raised in Oakland, California, uh, the Bay Area. And where I grew up wasn't the nicest part of the neighborhood. And uh, we ended up moving back to Sacramento, where I went to high school um, in Elk Grove. And... um, in high school, I didn't make the best decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I often cut class. I didn't do a lot of the homework. Only time I showed up to school was really for the rallies, for the basketball games, and for the high school dances. And it wasn't until I was I was 17 years old, and um, the teacher was going around the classroom and saying, like, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Mm-hmm. And I kind of contemplated that for a little bit, and I was stopped by the counselor's office, and I asked her, you know, like, what do you think I should do? And she asked me, where do you, you want to go? I said, well, my dream school is Davis, and I want to do music. Hmm. And she told me, she's like, you're not going to get into Davis. Like, let's be realistic. Like, with the grades you have, you're not you're not getting into Davis. And so, um, as a result, like, I, I, I left school. I had a .9 GPA, and I didn't think there was any future for me. And I was working three jobs, and my mom was super sick, and she called me after she left the, the doctor's office. Hmm. And she said, um... Hey son, like I, I don't, I don't know what the doctors found, but I'm, I'm not quite sure um, if I'm, if I got any time left on this earth. Oh wow! Um, but I want to make sure you have, you know, a future, and you know, you have um, something to stabilize yourself. And I thought I, I really hate school. I really hate school. And she said, "Well, son, can you at least do it for me? Mm. Like, you know, you'll, you'll meet some people there. You'll, you'll." have a good job, you know, money and everything. And I, I, I was like, mom, I don't want to spend your money doing something that I don't want to do. And she said, you know, look into some, look into some colleges. My mom, uh, she passed away uh, and it was really, really rough to uh, deal with. Um, and so knowing that, you know, I was, you know, one of the boys with, the last, with her last name, I had to carry on, you know, carry the torch. Mm. So it was, it was really hard, but I, uh, I look back on it and I'm very thankful that she she showed me education. She showed me music. And looking like now, I'm like, okay, I have to get this degree. You know, it's not it's no longer for her. It's for myself. 
So your mom was the inspiration for you to step onto that campus. Yeah, she was. She was. She's a uh, she's a big believer that uh, education can really open a lot of doors for you. Um, whether you know whether you're in the classroom or not, you know you still should choose to educate yourself. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So tell me about your experience, your college experience. What happened once you first got there? I didn't know how to study, so I googled how to study in the library. <laughs> And I had, a, I had a lady come over. She showed me. She gave me a bunch of highlighters. Her name is Monica Potter. And she- uh, You still she, remember her yeah, name. I still remember Monica Potter. And um, she asked me, she's like, well, where do you want to go after school? I was like, well, I thought this was it. She goes, well, sweetheart, you get, you get an AA and you have to transfer somewhere. You know, you have to get an associate degree to transfer. So you have to go somewhere. She's like, where do you want to go? I'm like, it's going to sound silly. Like, you're not going to believe me. She was like, no, tell me. And I was like, okay, well, I either want to go to UC Davis, UC Berkeley, or UCLA. The school that your teacher told you that you would never get into. Yes. And she said, I believe in you. Um, my first day. She's like, I believe in you. And so just having that person to tell me I believe in you really, like, had me think I could do it. <laughs> I can really do this. And the first time I got my test back, I got 10 out of 10. I was the only person in class to get an A. Wow. And that was and really And it wasn't cool. in lunch. No, it wasn't in lunch. <laughs> it was actually in uh, U.S. World History. It was actually one of the hardest courses to take at that school. You know, seeing that I could, you know, apply myself and really do this, uh, I took I took that into other aspects of my life. So I joined Associate Student Body. I was the uh, student body president, unanimously mm -hmm. voted by my peers. Wow. Uh, I was the first black student body president. Um, I was the co-president of the BSU, Black Student Union, at our college. So the school that you were reluctant to attend voted you student body president. Yeah, which says a lot, which says a lot. And we're talking about myths today. Okay. Now, you already heard from someone in your past that there's no way you're getting into UC Davis. Yeah. So basically, it's someone telling you that you're not college material. Yeah. So how did you take that, and how do you think other kids uh, take that information when someone says that to them? Um, honestly, it hurt because it came from a—, a uh, high school counselor because I said she's like what do you want to do I was like I want to go to school she's like well not with these grades and maybe in her mind she was like let me help him out so he doesn't get the rejection letters or he doesn't spend all this money mm -hmm. go you know wasting time but looking back on it I'm like I'm glad they told me that because it not only sparked a fire in me to say like I can do it I can and I will mm -hmm. just to prove you wrong but also like it did save me a lot of money it saved me a lot of money because I went to community college and maybe you know there was times where I was in community college where I was like Maybe Davis isn't for me. Maybe I should go to a you know a bigger school. Maybe a school on the East Coast or mm -hmm. maybe a smaller school because I saw smaller schools. You know, you get more connected with your professors, mm -hmm. and community college was that small school for me, mm -hmm. and it prepared me for Davis. So when I did get into Davis, I was like, oh, I could have gotten this a long time ago. So yeah, seventeen year old Jesse, for sure not getting into UC Davis. Right. But twenty two, yeah, that that kid was ready. Mm -hmm. He was ready. He had the tools. He had the support staff and everything. From a point nine to a UC Davis grad, yeah. how long? Uh, it took me four years. Four years. I did two years at community college, and I transferred and did two years at UC Davis. Um, I had my uh, guidance counselor, Monica Potter, at, UC, uh, at Feather River College, and she put me on this track record. Like, you need to take these classes, these classes, these classes, and maybe a couple of summer classes if you really want to go to Davis. Um, and I, and I took the classes, uh, there was a class that I didn't pass, so I had to retake it. Mm. And so I did that and I was just really dedicated and, you know, if I can do it, you can do it too. So you were 17 years old when you made that transition to believe that you could actually do it. What do you say to that? There's somebody watching right now, 17 years old and being told by family, friends, maybe a guidance counselor right. that they are not college material. What would you say to that person? I feel like there's no such thing as, as college material. There's, there's no such thing as college material because, you know, everyone says, oh, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Uh, you'll never be ready. 
you'll never be ready. You have to be put in a position, uh, once you make that decision for yourself, to tell yourself that this is the class I'm gonna take, this is where I'm gonna go, this is where I wanna go, uh, then you decide your college material. You define yourself, you know, don't let others define you. Um, and then find out, you know, what, where you want to be successful at, you know, and find out what you're good at and then use education to amplify your goals to get you to where you want to go. Use it as a compass. Now we're talking about myths and we talked about the myth of young people being told that, you know, they're not college material and they're also being told that college ain't worth it. Right. I want you to tell me and prove to them that college, going to a community college, is worth it. It's 100% worth it. Uh, you, you get mentors. Uh, you get uh, access to a lot of tools and resources um, that will make you successful. Mm -hmm. um, and you get a degree. You get a degree. And a degree is sexy in this world, you know? Yes, it is. You definitely need a degree to advance, uh, you know, amongst the ranks in society. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely worth it. Very well stated. And how has it changed your life? Uh, in tremendous ways. I think it's it's made me hold myself more accountable. It's given me a lot more confidence um, and a lot more structure. Um, mm -hmm. And like I said before, education definitely amplified uh, me and amplified my goals and dreams. Um, mm -hmm. I see myself like I I got this degree, so anything is possible. Mm -hmm. So I climbed Everest. So now I can I can do anything. Mm -hmm. And like Everest for me, education was like the hump. I was always like, oh, I'll never be book smart. But now that I got that, I'm like, I can do almost anything. Jesse, thank you so much for your story, for your patience <laughs> and your time. Thank you. We are, we are we Our next go. guest is Madison Harris. It is great to have you here. Great to be here. So let's start by having you tell us a little bit about yourself. You're an accomplished student and a leader. Where are you currently going to school and what are some of the unique things you uh, are doing on campus? Yeah, so I go to Orange Coast College. I'm a chemistry major. I hope to transfer to either UC Berkeley, maybe UCLA. Um, eventually go to law school and become a patent lawyer, which is a cool career that combines STEM and legislation. So hopefully I become a patent lawyer. Very exciting. Yeah. Very impressive as well. Was it always your plan to attend the California Community College? No, I actually have a really interesting story about how I ended up at community college. Um, after high school, I was really big on four-year university or nothing. Community college was not really an option. So I ended up committing to Oregon State University, which kind of like a last-ditch option to get into a four-year university. Um, and then I got there, and I was there for three days, and I absolutely hated it. Oh, wow. I just did not like the environment. It just wasn't for me, and I wasn't going to go spend almost $50,000 on tuition a year to be at an institution that I wasn't wholeheartedly happy to be at. Mm. So three days later, left Oregon State. On the way home, on the 14-hour drive, I made a counseling appointment um, with uh, admissions at Orange Coast College. And I started my educational plan and started my educational plan at uh, community college. It's been one of the best decisions I've ever made. So expound on that. Why do you feel it was the best move you ever made to attend OCC? Oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. So many Take leadership opportunities have come out of deciding to go to Orange Coast College. Mm -hmm. um, with my position as the Student Senate for California Community College, serving as the Legislative Affairs Director, and my roles in student government, I started off as the Vice President of Advocacy, which we have different branches in student government. So I was first Vice President, then this term I moved up to be President. And just being in these different leadership opportunities has really taught a lot about myself and mm -hmm. shown that I am more capable than I thought I was. It's really great for my personal growth development and 
has really solidified my passion for student advocacy and things like that. It's just so many things uh, that I, I, I can't even begin to explain. It's just been a really great opportunity. Now, we are talking about myths today, okay? Were you ever told growing up, your family, friends, peers, and such, were you ever told that you were not college material? Thankfully and fortunately, I've never had the experience of being told that I'm not college material, but I know many people around me, friends and family, that have not even considered college because generations before them have been told that they are not college ready. Mm -hmm. They're doing themselves a disservice by not even taking that leap and signing up for classes. Why do you think that lie is so prominent and prevalent in our communities? And why do young people and otherwise uh, continue to believe the myth? I think it's just years of misinformation. And especially if you're in an environment where you're not having people that are going to college and mm -hmm. all you know is to go play pro basketball or football, why would you ever try to go against the grain of what's been happening for years and go be an academic? Mm -hmm. I feel like if that's not the norm, why would you step out of the norm and maybe challenge your friends or your family? Why go through the extra drama if you could just go the route that everyone says that you should, you should go to? That's a good point. What would you tell that young person that's watching right now? I would say, why rob yourself of the opportunity to explore other interests? Mm. What if you really like a certain, there are so many different majors that you could study. You don't have to be a STEM major. You could study political science, or you can study dance or anything that you're interested in. Why would you not want to further your intellect and make invest in yourself and go get a higher degree of education. Mm, you know, the one of the biggest barriers that people face when they want to attend college is the cost. How did you get past whatever barriers you had as, as it relates to cost? How did you mm. pay for college? There's a bunch of financial aid programs in community college to help you succeed. They want you to succeed and transfer on to four years. And so I would just go back to go to community college, do your GEs and general education at community college, and then transfer for your upper division courses. I think it's like a cheat code. It really is. Mm, love that. Yeah, it's a cheat code to to getting a really good education at a lower cost. Mm, so yeah. you transfer from Oregon State mm -hmm. and you go to Orange Coast Community College. Right? Yes. Now, I'm pretty sure your family, friends and everybody was like, you're crazy. Yeah. You're, you're cra That's the Division One school. You're going to transfer down, down, quote unquote, yeah. to a community college. That's not a real college. Mm -hmm. What do you say to those people that believe that that same myth? I just, um, I really trusted myself. I had such a good gut feeling that this is what I needed to do. I wasn't going to be successful at Oregon State University. And I honestly, I, I had to get over this belief that, oh my gosh, I'm not going to a four-year university. But community college coursework is at the level of university. So I don't really care what anyone says. It is what it is. And I'm doing things at the same level as someone in a university. So you kind of just have to Put those thoughts aside. And I've been way more successful at community college than I would have been at Oregon State University. And I've shown that to people. So whatever comments they have said, it's just, I'll, I'll, bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now that you've experienced what community college has to offer, what would you tell somebody that says, man, it's not worth it to go to community college? What would you say to that person? Oh, my gosh. Where do I start? There are so many different pathways and majors and even certifications if you don't want to go get a a four-year degree, you can get into welding or you can do uh, like an airplane technician, so many different things. Or you could you be a chemistry major, like like myself, go chemistry. Or you could be a math <laughs> major, go chemistry. <laughs> or you could be a bio major and go to uh, med school. It, and it starts at community college and 
just because you started at community college doesn't mean you can't be a doctor or a lawyer or mm -hmm. a senator or a judge. You could literally be whatever you want to be. Community college is a place to start that foundation and lay the groundwork for whatever career that you want to attain. Mm -hmm. And let's not forget 116 campuses spread throughout the state. Yes. There is a community college near you, mm -hmm. hopefully within 30 minutes. There usually is. There's multiple in one district or one city. There's one always near you. One of the primary myths that I hear, and I'm sure you have as well, is I don't want to go to college because once I get there as a black student, I'm going to feel isolated. I'm going to be all by myself. I don't see people like me. I won't be able to relate to anybody. Tell me about your experience at your community college. Yeah, so there are definitely programs on campus to make you feel like you have a space um, to be heard and seen. My college campus has a Umoja program and a Black Student Union, but I want to touch on the Umoja program a little bit. Um, it's a program that offers tuition assistance and a place for students to come together and be a part of the Black community. Um, we have study groups. Uh, we just did a painting activity. We have speakers come in, and it's just once again, really uplifting to see other Black students in your area on campus going through the same things that you're going through. We support each other, um, and it's just a great way to make friends. So tell us all, here's your moment of truth. Mm. How has community college changed your life? It's just proven to me that I could really accomplish anything that I want to if I just put my mind to it. I can get the grades that I want to. I can get in these positions that I want to, and community college has shown me that. Hmm. So what's next for Madison? What's next for me? Is the world ready for Madison, I guess is the question. Oh, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to see. <laughs> but uh, transferring to either UC Berkeley or UCLA, mm -hmm. and then I eventually want to go to law school, become a patent lawyer. But I really give thanks to community college because I've been able to get a good GPA, save money, and get into a university, like maybe UC Berkeley or UCLA, that I don't know if I would have been able to get too straight out of high school. Mm. Um, so I'm really excited that I have the opportunity to, to transfer one of those universities. Well, we thank you so much for telling your story and thank you so much for your time as well. Keep changing the world one person at a time. Thank you. Coming up next, we have got Dr. Cole Pepper from Southwest College. Stay there. We are, we are I am excited and I am honored to welcome our next guest, Dr. Anthony Culpepper, president of Los Angeles Southwest College. Dr. Culpepper, thank you for being here. Great to have you here. Thank you, Danny. It's good to be here with you. As the president of a community college, I'm sure you see students who are determined to overcome the hurdles in their way every day. But I'd like to start by hearing more about your journey. So what was it like with your family growing up? So my family came from Georgia, and then I was actually born in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Grew up in the neighborhood, uh, drug violence and all the other things that come with that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was looking for a way out. Mm -hmm. uh, and I caught up in a lot of it, uh, looked, at the, looked out and said, there's only two directions I can go. I mm -hmm. can go to the one that leads to the jail cell, or I can go to one that leads to a better, better future. But that was part of my journey, to really think about how do I move beyond uh, where I was born, the circumstances I was born in, in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. uh, wandered upon the campus of Los Angeles Southwest College, and uh, that began my, my college education. Mm. Now, how did your parents view higher education growing up? You know, as I was saying before, you know, trust, uh, trusting, my father used to say, you can't trust the white man's knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, and so there was a lot of challenges there. My mom was the one that uh, put us in a program. It was called the, uh, the busing program mm -hmm. that actually took us out of Los Angeles, South, uh, East Los Angeles, South Los Angeles, and bust us out to the valley. Yeah. I went to Taft High School. A different world opened up. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was a, it, they, they were integrating mm-hmm. uh, those schools out in the valley. You know, a lot of people didn't want us out there. Mm-hmm. I think education changes decisions. And so my focus was get as many degrees as you can get, mm-hmm. as you can handle, mm-hmm. because any position you wanted to go into, you wanted to be better than the next person or be more qualified than the next person. And you, you seem to be pretty bright from jump. Did anyone ever tell you that you weren't college material? Bright, I think I, I'm no smarter than the next person but you're not gonna outwork me. I'm not a genius. I didn't have, you know, some high IQ. I was just determined, you know, Mm -hmm. I was determined. And so, you know, I I got my books as my mom would say, go get your studies, go get your lesson. And uh, those things still ring in my ear. She's gone now, Mm -hmm. but those thoughts and those words still drive me. Uh, And so that's what drove me, not because I was smart, but I was a hard worker. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, people would say it all the time, you know, you're not good enough. You're not this. You're not that. Yes. What can you share with our audience to convince them that they are college material? And if they put their mind to it, they can do what you did. It's not where you come from. It's where you end up. And it's all about choice. And don't let people say that, you know, you're not smart enough. If you think you're not smart enough, if you let them get into your mind and say you're not, you're not good enough, you're not worthy, mm-hmm. then they'll drag you down. Stop listening to the negativity. Mm, you're going to outwork everybody. And that's what I tell the young people all the time. Don't let somebody, well, my mom, this and my dad, that I get it. I get it. You can pass this class. You can do it. You might spend a little bit more time studying, but that's okay. Right? Turn the TV off. Get off social media. Mm. You know, spend some time focusing. And you can get through it. And many students, they come to me and say, Dr. Culpepper, I'm glad that you talked to me because I was ready to drop out. But after talking to you and hearing some of your stories, stuff that I'm not going to tell you all, but some of your stories, you know, it, uh, it let them understand, oh, if you can do what you did from where you came from, I can do. So if anyone can speak to this next question, we're talking myths today. Yes. A lot of people say, man, a community college ain't no real college, man. What are you talking about? Yeah. The myth of community college is this, that community colleges, the credits, the the information that you get from community college is somehow different mm-hmm. from going to a four-year institution. Like diet college, someone called exactly. it one time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But you have teachers mm-hmm. with doctorate degrees, master's degrees, mm-hmm who chose not to go to maybe research institutions or four-year institutions, but they decided to go to a two-year institution because they had a different calling. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that they're not as bright. Doesn't mean they're not as qualified. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean they're not as adept and uh, as as knowledgeable about a particular topic or subject. They chose to go to community colleges. So it's not about the teachers. It's not about their background. Mm -hmm. They have that same expertise as any uh, professor at a four-year institution. And so... Um, uh, the myth about it is that somehow, oh, the quality of the teachers are not the same. That's a myth. Mm-hmm. They have the same degrees. The other myth is, is that somehow the classes that are being taken um, don't transfer to four-year institutions. Here's the interesting thing. You can pay a th- less than a third of the cost for 60 credits mm-hmm. at a community college that are transferable to a four-year institution. So when you transfer those 60 units to a four-year institution, you just cut your cost 
by almost 75%. Okay, say that one more and, time I'm, I'm that's trying, too good. I'm, I'm that, that's to, too good. You yeah. got to repeat that one. Well, I'm just saying that the $46 a unit yeah. versus $360 a unit when uh-huh. you go to a four-year institution, mm-hmm. why would I not do my 60 credits at a at a uh, community college at $46 a unit? And now you literally, as a, as a first-generation student, you can go to community colleges for free. That's right. Right. There's financial aid, which I call gift aid. Mm-hmm. There's all types of promise grants. They're all t- you don't even you won't even have to pay out of your pocket. You know, there are ancillary fees here and there. But for the most part, you don't have to pay out of your pocket mm. for two years of 60 units that you would have to pay close to 360 or more dollars, depending on which school you went to right. at a four year institution. So why would I not go to a two year institution? Same quality of education, same courses. You have an articulation agreement. The school does with the other school that you want to transfer to. Right. Why would I not take 60 units at a two-year institution? There is a difference, and that difference is the value that a community college brings. And that's what the uh, California community colleges have. Not everybody's going to leave high school and jump into a four-year institution. No. But you you must go somewhere. Mm. You must go somewhere. So why not take the value that is really there? Mm. And so for all of our African-American families, we need to dispel. Put the noise aside that keeps you distracted from being able to compete. Put them in a position to compete, right? Put them in a position where they can have uh, the opportunity to build economic wealth, not just living wages, but put them in a position where they can can earn thriving wages. Mm. And thriving wages comes from having something to trade, credentials, degrees, Mm. certificates, these are things that people hire you for and because of, and they give you the the thriving wage that not only is it for you to take care of yourself in that moment, mm-hmm. but now you're leaving money behind for the next generation. Mm, generational wealth. Generational wealth. And you have to build it because you can get it fast on the street, but other things come fast on the street as well. That's right. Don't let community college be a myth anymore. Understand the importance of it in changing the lives, taking people from from poverty into generational wealth. It goes without saying, Dr. Culpepper, thank you for coming on the Educate Elevate show. Thank you. We appreciate everything you do for this community. You are a diamond within our community. Thank Thank you you for everything that you do. Appreciate that. I want to say thank you to the amazing guests you heard from today. The thing about myths is... And once we start having real conversations with real people, those stories we used to believe so fiercely start to fade. And they're replaced with stories that inspire us and give us hope. And I hope that the myths we busted today give you the confidence you need to take that next step in chasing your dreams by starting at your local community college. In the meantime, I hope this episode has you feeling excited for what's possible. And just a quick reminder to everyone out there, If you want more information about anything you heard today, visit ICanGoToCollege.com. It's a great resource with tons of helpful info provided by the California Community Colleges. So if what you've heard today has you thinking about starting or even returning to your educational journey, and you want to learn how to unlock your potential and awaken the greatness inside of you, this is the place to start. It's got details on financial aid, details about amazing on-campus support services, details on how to enroll in a community college, and how to find and prepare for the career you've been looking for. Everything you need is all in one place. That's ICanGoToCollege.com. Till next time, keep your focus and keep at those dreams. 
because to educate is to elevate. We are, we are the painters of our world.